0: the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pod's moving and storage studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm Ramsey personality George Camel, joined by my good friend Dr. John Deloney, and we are taking your calls about just about everything, mental health, money, life, career, boundaries, whatever's on your mind, we're here to talk about it. 888-825-5225 is the number to call. And Marty is kicking us off this hour in Charleston, South Carolina. Marty, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. How can John and I help? Um, I
1: have a question. It's uh, time for me to get back into the real world um, with a job and um, I'm curious what might be better for me um, to go after a state or local government job with less pay and more benefits or go back to um, a private sector um, to where I uh, maybe make more wages but uh, might have to pay a little bit more um, as far as uh, the benefits go.
2: Where have you been?
1: Um, I, um, own a small business, um, that didn't, uh, take off as well as, um, I had planned.
2: Very cool. So you got in the ring, you took a couple of swings and you got knocked down. And so now you're like, all right, I, <laughs> I fought that dude and he's pretty tough. And so I'm going to go get a, uh, another job.
1: Yeah. It's something like that. Good for um, you, man. I started a small business with my buddy, um, in August and, um, he ended up passing away in October. Ah, dude. Um,
2: Ah, I'm so sorry, and, man. So you got you got uh, grief on top of grief, man.
1: Yeah it's it's been a struggle for sure. Um, yeah,
2: man. And, How old are you?
1: Uh, my wife. I'm 34. Okay. Um, what about your wife? My wife and I have been um, we've been um, we've been praying on it um, the whole time because I, I had a decent job um, at a construction company as a diesel mechanic, um, and my buddy was like, "Hey, man, I want to try going out on my own." Um, Would you come and work with me? And I was like, sure, I'll give it a shot with you. And uh, I was about ready to uh, pull the plug on that because things weren't going very well for us. Um, And like I said, he passed away in October. And um, two or three days after he passed away, we had got um, a large um, check from a job that we had finished. And so I sat down with my wife and I told her, I said, listen, I said, I can take this money. I can catch us up on a few bills and I can go ahead and put all of this in my name and give the business a shot. And, and, um, just under me. Um, or I can put it all in the bank and, um, and I can go back to working for the man. Um, and we thought on it, we prayed on it. Um, but unfortunately there wasn't a whole lot of time and she supported me, um, trying it and it's, and it's been a good run, um, but just not good enough. And it's to the point now where, uh, the bank accounts are getting, um, a little bit lower than <laughs> we both would like. And, um, so I, I've accepted defeat for now. Um, and I'll go back and, and work for the man. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what would be best. I, I have, um, tried to get wise counsel from my family and half of them say, you know, go and and work for a government company because, um, the benefits are great. Uh, your wife is pregnant and that's not the only kid that y'all plan on having. And then, um, some of, uh, my other family and friends, they say, man, go back for where the money's at. It'll help you bounce back quicker. And, um, I've listened to y'all for um, about a year or so now, and I have, um, the complete money makeover. I have the baby step millionaires. And, um, I know that, um, I can uh, have retirement um, later on in life um, through other ways than a government agency. Uh, however, I never really paid much attention to the benefit side of it before.
0: Marty, the way you're talking, it sounds like you're just defeated, you're beat down, you're, you're going to make this move from a place of fear and weakness if you're not careful. And I want you to do it from a place of strength. And so I want you to stop talking that way about yourself about the idea of work, it sounds like, well, man, I got to go work for the man down at, like, I want you to find something that you love to do. And naturally, you're going to get paid well, if you're good at that. And it's not an either or in my mind of do I do it for the benefits of the pay, the private sector can provide both. We've got great benefits here may not be the same as the government benefits, but you can create your own benefits when you get paid, you know, 30% more. It's less of a feature Here. at that point. So I don't want you to weigh this apples to apples. I want you to look at this whole thing differently.
2: You've boxed yourself into a corner where there, where the wisdom you've received is it's either this or it's either this. And as George and said, either it, one it's sucks. Just not, it's just not true. And I do want to, to man, take what George said and just mash on it. I could go home every day and be like, I got to work for the man. The man is Dave. And he just takes it all out of me. Or I could say, dude, I get to learn how to play guitar from Eddie Van Halen. I get to sit by one of the goats and, of radio and learn how this thing works and learn how he runs a business and have access to all these different opportunities and get to be with some great editors and I write a book. And I, I, I get to – all of that is perspective. And I'm doing the same job sure. every day. And so you can say, I got to go back work for the man. Or, dude, I I got in the ring and I took – like man, my partner passed away. My, I tried it on my own and didn't make it. I'm going to go back and retool. I'm going to learn some new skills. I'm going to get back in the game, see what the young kids are doing these days. I'm going to get back in, and somebody else is going to pay me to learn how to do this. I'm going to work really hard for them. You see the, the difference in the attitude? My whole my whole voice changes when I talk like that. See what I'm saying? Absolutely. I do. Um, my thing is,
1: is I know that, Um, I know the business can do well. Um, I I know it can. Um, my grandfather told me that I was, um, backed into a corner, um, from when I tried to take it over after my buddy passed, he said, I was already in the hole and I did a a fine job. So it's not really defeat. Um, but my, my fear is if I go after a, a state job, that you have to be in there for a certain amount of time, um, in order to reap the benefits of those benefits. And, but what I'd really like to do is I'd really like to go back to work for a company for maybe five or 10 years, um, until my wife and I are out of debt with the mortgage. Um, and I saved up my emergency fund. Again, I saved up um, a cushion for the business. I bought a few more tools. That way, I could try this hey Marty, business venture again.
2: Yeah. Why, why are you calling us? You know what you're gonna do. Go do it. Go do it. Okay. Listen, you got hit in the mouth, real hard. You lost a friend. You lost a co uh, like a like a business partner, man. You got a lot of transition, yeah. so it's it's natural to doubt yourself and then be unsure of the next step. But the way you just laid this out, man, you know exactly what you wanted. You know exactly what you... Stop asking people for wisdom. You've asked a thousand people.
0: Hey, man, what do you think about... You know. You know what's right for you and your family. Go get it, man. Marty, we're going to give you one more tool in the tool belt there, and that is Ken Coleman's Get Clear assessment as well as his best-selling book, From Paycheck to Purpose. I think that's going to help you really figure out what that next thing is. So hang on the line. Austin will get you both of those resources, and we're wishing you the best, man. Thanks so much for the call. Hey, more of your calls coming up, America. Don't go anywhere. 888-825-5225. This is The Ramsey Show.
3: Hey, listen up. Everyone is at risk of identity theft. I don't care if you're a hermit living off the grid listening to the show on a battery-powered radio. All of your data, collected by every company you've ever done business with, lives online. Your bank, your doctor's office, retailers, the apps on your phone, the gas station where you have loyalty rewards, they all store your info online, making them ripe for a cyber attack or data breach. That's why I've been telling people for almost 25 years they need an ID theft protection plan and the only one I've ever recommended is from Xander Insurance. They monitor your personal and financial info, even your home title, and take over the work if you become a victim. It's the most thorough and affordable plan out there. I even have it for my family and our entire team. Visit Xander.com or call 800 356 4282.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined this hour by Dr. John Deloney. And uh, John, you've got these questions for humans conversation cards, and I have the Friends second edition. Is it safe to assume that I chose the right edition for us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it wasn't Girls' Night. Workplace uh, felt a little too formal. I thought Friends was the next best. Ball.
2: I see what you're reaching it for. It wasn't couples. I'll allow it.
0: Okay. I have hand-selected five cards here that we're going to play. Excellent. So on each card is a different prompt, and it's a great way to, to connect with friends instead of staring at our phones all day.
2: Or to um, lo-fi, create new friendships with people that you want to be friends
0: with, kind of like you're doing right now. You're saying I should go to a coffee shop and just start asking people questions? I mean, it's kind of what you're doing right now. You I'm just happen friend? to be at work,
2: so let's go for it.
0: All right, first question. What activity recharges you? What activity drains you? Uh, Ugh... <laughs>
2: Well, speaking right now, um, what's draining me, I have a hard book deadline and it's just killing me. It's killing mm. me. So that having a deadline at work that like supersedes everything in your life from family, like just, I got to get this thing done. That drains me. Just knowing it's out there just always haunts me. When I wake up, I'm thinking about it. When I'm going to sleep, I'm thinking about it. Um, something that recharges me, it sounds so lame, but, uh, going to the gym like exercise
0: i knew that was hanging out to with years. my kids
2: hanging out with my wife like those things low-key things like that uh re, really re-energize me
0: i love it all right for me recharge i'm gonna go playing music playing guitar and watching stand-up comedy excellent that was recharge me drains me i'm gonna choose yours for recharge which is working out <laughs> i'm not at the point where working out feels good and leaves me the more energy Ah, gotcha. i leave sore i'm doing You're it wrong. just sad and angry yeah Gotcha. All right, next. What life hack have you discovered that the world needs to know?
2: Man, I, it's been several years I've been doing this, and then I got off the the train, and I'm back on. Man, I'm having a cold plunge outside, especially Ooh. in the winter, it is. It is.
0: And for those that don't know, the cold plunge is literally plunging your entire body into an ice cold bath of water. Nice. Yeah, yeah.
2: So you can get it. They have fancy ones that um, I can't afford yet. I would love for somebody to send me one. Be awesome. The cold plunges or I just went to a tractor supply and got a trough and I fill it with water and it is freezing
0: cold. Like I get to break the ice out,
2: uh, especially on, 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 We're
0: talking like 30 degrees in there.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cold. And, uh, man, just sitting in there, the adrenaline rush and the dopamine really, it's pretty amazing. Our life so, hacks
0: yeah. could not be more different. Mine was a toilet nightlight so that when you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you don't have to turn all the lights on. It is, uh, it just turns on when you get close to it and it lights the bowl. It lights your way. It lights your way. That's it. <laughs> and it's a $10 Amazon. You can get them anyway, but it changed my life. We're going to be the best of friends, I can already tell. I can't wait. Uh, what's something you're avoiding right now? Oh, probably
2: a conversation with my wife we need to have. Um, that's not probably. Actually, we do. And I'm also avoiding, man, uh, I got to get this book done. So actually, I was just telling you off air, I rented a hotel this weekend. I'm going to go sit down Focus. and crank this thing out.
0: Yeah. I love it. I am avoiding working out i got a fancy gym membership and i have gone i think twice in the last month my favorite so thing is it. is
2: you the the money part will kill you oh yeah like i'm because wasting you know money oh yeah
0: like planet fitness 10 bucks you're like whatever but when it's like a hundred bucks you want to throw up every time that that bill comes out and you went i went okay that was a hundred times
2: yeah or i went per once time. so it was a hundred dollar gym day
0: that's how i think about it in my mind you should so i need to go more i'm gonna go with you john well i work out the house more. so come on over I'll be there. Um, what is the last text message you sent? Read it out loud. This was a dangerous one. Ooh! All man. right, here's mine. It was actually to you. Uh, hey, John, want to hang this weekend? What was your last text?
2: The last text I sent was no.
0: And that was in response to me. Correct. Perfect. That, okay. That's the last text I sent. Well, America, if you wanted no. to know what our real friendship is like, it is that.
2: <laughs> we don't have one.
0: Wow. We couldn't have planned that better. All right, last one. What's a common phrase or saying that you have no idea what it means?
2: Break a leg. I I speak all over the country, like you do too. Like we're up on stages and we're going up to be like break, break a, leg. a leg, and I always think that's other than like get projectile diarrhea when you're up there, like I don't I don't I can't think of a thing I would want less than a broken leg. Yeah. I don't understand where I that I know comes it's from.
0: got some like theater etymology and it's like, well, it actually means don't break a leg, you know, whatever. All yeah, right. Uh mine's got to be gaslighting i feel like it's the new cool oh, thing dude. anytime you don't agree with someone you're just like they're gaslighting me <laughs> yeah. what does that mean john
2: <laughs> a narcissist that person is such a narcissist well because they disagreed with you yes yes because they asked uh, do you want cream in that coffee and you're like gosh you're such a narcissist let me be like dude yeah those two <laughs> live my truth <laughs> you're just gaslighting me no, seriously, like you need a haircut. That's not gaslighting. Like, now, you need to cut your hair.
0: What is the is there an official like psychological definition of gaslighting? How do you explain it like I'm 5?
2: Um, how would I explain gaslighting? Gaslighting is
0: <sighs> Man, there's... <laughs> it's so... there's so many places you could go. Here's what I think it is. Okay, how about that? I think it's when you are in an argument, but then the person who's kind of in the wrong makes you think you're the crazy one. And that there's not even a problem here, and that you're insane for even thinking there was a problem.
2: Yeah, gaslighting is really weaponizing your emotions for my benefit, right? I'm going to use your feelings against you, and so it's a it's a way to make somebody feel less than and crazy for being human. Mm. So uh, somebody who's gaslighting you, they will um, they will text an old girlfriend, and you will say. Hey, it makes me feel uncomfortable when you like we're married. You're texting an old girlfriend, and somebody's gaslighting gaslighting was like, "Oh, you're you're still struggling with your depression. And you're you're still you need to work on your anxiety." Oh, they flip um, it, on and you. it's 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 a very natural feeling to be concerned when your spouse is texting an old lover, um, and so it's it's taking somebody's emotions and their feelings, and it's weaponizing it and using it against them. As a, as a means of it's control. It's power.
0: a reverse UNO card. I don't even know what that means. You got to play more UNO, John. Come on. We have a, You have a deck of cards? You don't know what UNO is? I know what Give UNO me a break. is. Gosh.
2: I just don't. Well, like hey, a red Hey, if you,
0: if you want to grab a deck of these cards, there's like 17 editions now, and they're all super fun. You can shop them all at RamseySolutions.com store. It's going to help you connect with the people you care about the most. We got friends, parents, and kids, couples, even the Workplace Edition.
2: And uh, by the way, they sold out. We got had bajillions of requests. They did sell out during the holidays, and we are getting them back in. We had to go. We actually got notified by a supplier, like, we're out of paper. Y'all sold too many. And so wow. they are circling back. So we're, we're coming Now's back. a good
0: time to start a card company. I'm telling you, you got what, I'll tell you what. You I love paper. it. Good stuff. All right, let's go to the phones. The number to call is 888 825 Jeremy is in Detroit. Jeremy, what's going on? How y'all doing? We are doing well. We're right up to the clock. Get straight to the question.
4: All right. Um, I just turned 36, and I had nothing to say for re- my retirement because I always was in the mindset, I'm just going to work until I die. So D- A- A-
2: Jeremy, talk directly into the phone, brother.
4: Uh, I think I am. Okay. There you go. Um. Okay, that better? Much better, yeah. Okay. Um. I just turned 36, and I don't have any retirement. Um, Cause I all of a sudden I worked until I died. So I never bothered to save anything and I'm starting to get out of that mindset now. And I just want to know what the best way to save up for is I've been following Dave Ramsey and guys on YouTube. Um, and I have a thousand dollars and I paid off three credit cards. Um, I still have $12,000 in credit card debt that I'm working on paying with the snowball method. And I have a $13,000 car loan and a $9,000 personal loan and I have a VA mortgage on my house and I owe 110,000 on that
0: Okay, so you're A1, let's take the mortgage off the table. For following the baby steps, our next step is to get out of all that consumer debt, which means we're not investing a dime right now. Until we're out of debt, until we have a fully funded emergency fund, then we can move on to investing, and you should be doing 15% at that point from your income into retirement. If you've got a 401k, you can also do an IRA and good growth stock mutual funds. We've got tons of resources for you at RamseySolutions.com and an investment calculator to show you that you can still become a millionaire. You're 36, not 80. 86 you got your whole life ahead of a you, long dude. way to
2: go man you're good so,
0: the best time to plant the tree was 20 years ago the next best time is today and you are on the path my friend i'm going to send you one year of financial peace university to show you that it's possible so hang on the line austin will gift that to you and go through that call us back if we have any questions we are here for you man George Campbell joined by Dr. John Deloney this hour. This is The Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. You jump in. We'll talk about your life, your money, your relationships, parenting, kids, whatever matters to you. We are here for it. Hunter joins us up next in Seattle. Hunter, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Hey, George. Uh, How's your Thursday going? Going great, man. We're happy to talk to you. How can we help? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, my question
5: is um, on behalf of some friends that I have that I've been encouraging them to pay off debt for about a year, and they've made some really great progress. It's been super satisfying to see them um, on this path to to financial freedom and um, away from this debt lifestyle. Um, But my my question really comes down to – My good friend, his wife, um, they, uh, she she is unable to work since college for the last four years because of migraine. It's been really challenging for them. And while I've been able to help my friend, um, get a better job to support him and his wife, that pays about 35% more. And they've been able to make way on their uh, student debt payments. Um, they, they have really good insurance through their work. I believe it pays 90 to 95% of everything. Um, for medical insurance, but um, my question comes down to um, they only choose providers that do not take any insurance, any insurance, which has costed them several thousand dollars per month at some point, mm. where it's really taken them away from paying off their student debt and kind of away from this lifestyle that they want to achieve someday. And I'm just kind of curious, like, if somebody has a really good um, Um, medical insurance plan but they want to choose um, like a naturopath or a homeopathic um, provider who does not accept any insurance and it takes away from their debt um, you know their goals and their progress to paying off their debt what do you usually recommend in that situation
2: I so one time Hunter I um, was in a grad school class it was a counseling class And I asked my professor, hey, what happens when a client says they're going to go do something that I know is stupid? Like, you're going to ruin everything if you do this. client tells you, hey, I'm going to go have an affair. And I know as a clinician, I'm not supposed to tell you, I think you're stupid. You shouldn't be doing that. Um, I'm supposed to help you think through the ramifications of the choices you're about to make. And my professor said something profound. He said, let them know I'm with you now and I'll be with you during uh, the divorce and I'll be with you when you're splitting up your assets and you're figuring out where your kids are going to live and I'll just be with you. And But in that way, I can say, here's what's coming with what you think is a good decision right now. And so I would tell you, you have done a, you're a great friend who loves your friends and you have felt the success, like you felt how good it feels to feel financially free and you've become a good, um, basically a minister for, uh, financial freedom, right? You're so like, you just want to yeah. tell everybody about it and you just go prostitize around, which I love. And if you're not careful, you end up hitching your identity to other people's outcomes and that's a recipe for you mm-hmm. ending up in ash, You're just going bananas. Okay. And so mm-hmm. what I would say is these are your friends. They're grown-ups. They get to make whatever decisions they make. Yeah. You living out the principles. And when they ask your opinion, like so one of my rules is mm-hmm. I've stopped giving um just I I would use do. I used to be the worst. I'd go to parties and be like, I wouldn't eat that or you shouldn't do that. Or man, I can't believe you talked to her that way. Like yeah. Dude, I was that guy. It was so annoying to be around. I was the worst. So now I quit doing that. Now I just go have fun. And if somebody asks me, I'll say, "Do you want my opinion?" And uh, they'll say like, "Yeah, actually, I really want to know." And it happens much rarer than it used to. And when somebody invites me in, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to tell you what I think, but only when I'm invited in. Otherwise, I'm just going to go on about my day because I'm not I am not responsible for another adult's outcomes. Does that make sense? Yeah.
5: Yeah, for sure. I've never really, you know, I've, I've never kind of stated my opinion with that. It's just something I've noticed as I, like, you know, as we we kind of read through Baby Step Millionaires together earlier this year. And um, it's just something that's kind of been heavy on my mind is I, I really want the best for them. And I want, I, I want to see them succeed. Um, You know, cause they are my wife and I I's probably some of our closest friends. So it's just, you know, it comes from a spot of just caring for them and wanting sure. to be the best.
2: For no, them. dude, I I think they're lucky to have you as a friend. Um, I also think, Man, getting in and making armchair medical decisions for your friends. Like, well, this one's cheaper. You should – like, man, I just wouldn't go down that road.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I want to you know, want to make it clear. I, I've never you know, thought about doing that at all. I just yeah. was kind of curious, you know, if you've come across situations like this and kind of like, you know, what's kind of the best path forward?
2: Yeah, Dave, um, Dave has talked about uh, – Dave, just in a personal conversation, George, like Dave was telling me – one of his buddies came over and was like, dude, you got to – because Dave's a car guy, and he's like, man, you got to see this new car that I just leased. And he's one of Dave's best friends, and he showed up to Dave's house, and the Dave didn't go, "Well, let me tell you about the baby steps, Dan," or like whatever. He just like, "Hey, man, it's yeah. a cool car, dude." And if he had said, "By the way," was this very wise? I can assure you, Dave would have let him know what he thought about it. But that that, that wasn't yeah. the you're just looking at his car. And so, if your friends ask, "Hey, are we doing a dumb thing? Because we're trying to get out of debt, but also we're we're going to these bougie like." uh you know concierge medicine mo- well mm-hmm. is there other alternatives that might they might be inviting you into that conversation but just from the outside in okay. and i just i'd let it ride I'd let i just love my friends okay. and if they invite me in then i'll i'll give them my thoughts on it but uh man if, if yeah well, I'll, I'll continue doing that then yeah I, th- I think that makes you a great friend man and in just beginning to yeah. release the outcomes man because you can't own other adults choices and decisions
0: yeah, a great career, wisdom yeah. there and hunter i appreciate the question john this reminds me from of when you know the, the vaccine was this hot button issue and people were going i'm going to lose my job and we talked about this a lot on air of going if this is a value you have this is a moral decision that you're going to make you have to accept the consequences your job of on. those decisions that's right but we're not going to sit here complain about it and go on facebook we just have to go okay that's what i'm going to do that's the choice and i me the consequence of his friends doing this is it's going to take us longer to get out of debt yeah, and we have a lot more medical expenses because we're choosing to go down this path and it sucks to see your friends do that because he he wants the best for him he's yeah. got a great heart about this but at the end of the day you go it's going to slow him down all right it's going to slow their debt freedom down by 8 months and that's the decision they made as a family and, and i don't and have any to co- yeah and
2: i've got friends that do like uh, raise their kids a little bit differently than I do. I right? have got the same values in there, but they do this like I don't <laughs> I'm not doing that. And that's okay, right? That's okay when they're like it it's if they invite me into that conversation then I will give them my If they're my going, "Hey score.
0: man, we're really struggling financially. Can you figure out any areas we can cut you down?" You can look
2: at this for me. Yeah, absolutely. I'd go,
0: "Yeah, I mean, it looks like you're spending a whole lot on healthcare. Is there any other way we could do this?" Yeah. So that it's not
2: And I would also say this. I I have for a couple of years like I've got one of my closest friends in the world. She's a um a brilliant homeopathic doctor and i've called her for some very specific help for some very specific help for some very specific needs over the years and i've gone to a functional medicine doctor and i've gone to just like a doc in the box right
0: so hold on what is a doc in a box a doc in a box i'm so curious
2: just like a on the corner like um semi emergency clinic
0: sounds really sketchy I'm Not just, like an urgent care. Yeah, like that. Oh, like that. okay. I think there's like a stranger set up a little tent. And he's like, I'm a doctor. <laughs> and you're like, me too, dude. <laughs> yeah, you like you
2: turn the little thing It's like in ding, 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 a okay, doctor pops just up. Make no, sure. like an urgent
0: care. Um,
2: just like I don't know the doctor. I'm just going in because I need X, Y, or Z. So I think it's I would be careful about saying, well, you shouldn't be going to this kind of doctor. You should, man. I would leave that to. People's particular needs and between their conversations with their medical practitioners.
0: That's good. I mean, there are some things you could do to help them with health expenses. As far as going, hey, you know, if you load up your HSA, which you can put in the money tax free, it'll grow tax free. You can deduct that in your taxes. There are some things you can do regardless of that, but again, that's that's a, in the weeds there. Yeah. But man, it sounds like a great. You'd, I'm I would be lucky to have Hunter as a friend. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <a> good guy. <laughs> my, my friends are the opposite My friends don't care. Dude, that's the car you drive? Get something cooler. Yeah, that's fine. I can handle that. Well, hey, more of your calls coming up on The Ramsey Show. The number is 888-825-5225. we got to pay some bills. We'll be right back. This is the ramsey show i'm george Campbell, joined by dr john deloney open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five well john every time I, I turn on the news we're seeing uh more and more about demar hamlin and that awful collapse during the game and part of that is the trauma and everyone witnessing that trauma and kind of grappling with it for the first time yeah
2: yeah and um I think the latest news we just heard just a few minutes ago is that he is, was able to talk to doctors now and um, they, that like he's is making tremendous progress and everybody's really encouraged about his state right now, which mm-hmm. is awesome. But it was just one of those moments when collectively as a country, we just all saw something happen that was hard to, it was hard to watch like a young man and a father and a, and a great guy and everyone around him says he's a great guy hardworking guy and everybody we had to watch other big tough grown men that we look up to man they were weeping they were buried and they'd lost they thought they'd lost their brother and mm-hmm. and so it was it was a tough it was just a tough moment for all of us man
0: and there's a usa today article that connects to the content that you're putting out there demar hamlin's collapse shock viewers fellow players how to cope after witnessing trauma it goes on to say everyone saw the collision the collapse the cpr the ambulance the shock on players faces um details are still a little wavy there, but experts say the trauma lingers for players, game attendees, and viewers watching at home, and they must process it before it festers. And there's a head of kinesiology at University of Connecticut that said it's okay to to not be okay right now. Yeah. How do you guide and coach people on your show, kneecap to kneecap, after trauma? Um, I think... <laughs>
2: I'll answer that in two ways. One is we've... we have social media now and so we can watch it all day every day replay and replay and replay and here's another angle and here's this i remember when the war in ukraine broke out it was just this onslaught of media 24 7 365 and i usually have really good boundaries and i found myself just overly consumed i mean i was obsessed with it and then i realized i am i am taking this stuff in I'm taking in this fear and this unknown and this trauma and watching these bombs and all this. I'm watching all this happen. I'm experiencing this vicariously through my phone and I can't do anything about it. I'm not being asked to go to war. I'm not being, I'm not, I'm not being asked to do any of these things yet. I'm putting my body through the ringer. And so the greatest gift I can give everybody in this is to turn it off. Is to turn off. And I'm not burying my head in the sand and I'm not. So, um, when I heard about this, I wasn't watching the game live. I've been through it. I've been, seen enough people who have passed away. I've When you watch somebody get CPR live and they've had cardiac arrest, you will remember that for the rest of your life because it's not like it is in the movies. It is a visceral experience to watch somebody who's been going through cardiac arrest get CPR. Um, I didn't watch this. I did stumble on it. Like I was scrolling through something and it would just happen to be there. And I realized, oh, that's what that is. Um, but I chose to not put that image in my brain. Instead, I focused on saying, hey, are you guys doing all right? I, I, I watched that game. How are you, right? Um, and so that leads me to, num- so number one is don't keep going back to the well on this stuff, man. Like you just keep putting these images in your head and your head and your head and your head and we just have this culture. It's like, you've got to, man, or it's a privilege to turn it off. Yes, yes, it is. Like I, I am choosing to not put those images in my head over and over again. Mm-hmm. Somebody else's pain is not my entertainment. Um, and number two is, I'm going to talk about this and we're going to have a conversation about it. Not to go through details, but more. Are you, are you all right? Are you able to eat? Are you able to sleep? And out of a whole group of people, everybody's going to be traumatized. Everybody's going to be hurting. There's going to be a lot of tears. One or two or three people may be really struggling with man, I can't get that out of my head. I'm not sleeping okay. Like my body's super, super anxious. Or this reminded me of my dad when he, you know and those are people that need to get a little bit additional extra help but there's a it's it's less about going through the details in fact there's some research that says don't do a play by play don't replay it and replay it and replay it um, tell me what exactly what you saw and ha- that's not helpful as much as hey man i'm here with you and mm-hmm. i'm hurting too how are you and being really open and vulnerable with people man that's 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 it's just the social norming that's the way to move forward there
0: yeah good wisdom there and uh, continued thoughts awesome and prayers for his recovery
2: yeah um man what a what a remarkable i don't know I me mean, just across the board it's been pretty neat as again, I'm so far removed for any of this stuff, but just watching how everybody handled it, i know there was Gajillions of dollars that need this game needed to be played, and they said, "Hey, we're gonna do the right thing by everybody." And I just I applaud everybody involved in this thing, from the coaches to the medical personnel, and quite honestly, the medical personnel that do fifteen or twenty minutes of CPR and then put somebody, a young man, a really young man, on a in in an ambulance. Everybody's affected by these things, and I spent my chunk of my career with the nurses and the doctors and the the folks who are living in this trauma and then rolling off the police officers it's tough man It does a number on people when you see that stuff and it's yeah. just having people in your life you can sit down and talk to about it
0: good stuff there john thanks for your, your yeah, I thanks for bringing that. this up man absolutely let's go to the phones alex is up next in austin texas alex how can we help today
2: hi dr Gillespie. how are you i'm good man
5: how are you good uh we actually spoke on um instagram called um i just finished your book redefine anxiety that's fantastic thank you
2: thank you man what's up
5: so, um, my girlfriend has, um, a severe case of anxiety that I've never really come across before. I've uh, never experienced it. Um, I personally don't experience anxiety in my own life, but, um, we met at college about roughly two and a half months ago and ever since then her panic attacks, um, have always, I mean, they, I'm not entirely sure what, what to do during them. And, um, I'll rewind a little bit Um I'm 23, uh, she's 19. And um, I was sorry.
0: Um, I'm sorry, we lost you for a second there. What did you say? You were diagnosed? I was
4: We'll
2: see. Brother Alex,
0: you're cutting out on us here. Um, see, Let's see if we can get a better connection on you. Try now.
4: You still there? Can
0: it's, you It's in and out, my friend.
2: All right. So, hey, we're, uh, uh, your call is important. I'm going to go ahead and put you on hold here. Um, the, the call is important. So, I can't hear the back half of the explanation here, but your question, how do I love somebody who is really struggling with severe anxiety that's moved into panic attacks? Um, how do I stay connected to somebody who is struggling with something that I don't struggle with and I'm not, I'm not dealing with? Um, I think there's a couple of important moments here. One is don't try to fix somebody. I, like she's a broken car engine. She's not. Don't try to fix her. Instead of saying, how do I help here? How do I fix you? Ask yourself, how can I be with her? That's number one. How can I be with not fix? The second thing is, is having these conversations beforehand. Um, what, how can I best love you? How can I best be with you when you have a panic attack? Some people when they have panic attacks, need somebody to take them by the hand. Um, George, one time I was pulled into our parking lot and was having a panic attack in their car and they were surrounded by people, which just, you know, Makes suffocating. And I just j- j- slowly walked to the car and grabbed that person by the hand and had them come out. And I put their hand on my arm and I put the other hand on my chest and we walked around the parking lot, just walked. And I asked, I asked this person to look, tell me what color that grass is and let's count cracks and, and just, I'm going to bring your body back here. Right. That works. Some people want to be left completely alone and let this thing ride out. So having that conversation ahead of time, how can I best love you during these moments is critical. So when they do set off, um, you already have a plan. And then the third thing is most of the time, barring you're talking, I think Alex, we we lost you there, but I think you're talking about epilepsy. There is neurological conditions that, that mimic anxiety, which is great. It's not great, but they just are. So those are outside of the bell curve. Most of the time, Anxiety alarms go off. It's just an alarm letting you know that you're not safe. It's letting you know you're not safe, letting you know that you're disconnected, that you don't have a community, right? That your body is recognized that you're lonely Um, or that you don't have any autonomy. You are being forced to live somebody else's script. Um, And so beginning to ask yourself those bigger questions, how do I create a non-anxious life? And mm-hmm. that's that's ultimately the goal, the path towards healing. What are these things that are making me anxious? I'm gonna go right through them, right? And that you do that with a good therapist and good counselor
0: Yeah. Well, uh, it good summary of your book, Redefining Anxiety, as well. Really Absolutely. enjoyed that. Yeah. Clearly, h- Alex. H- hey, too. Alex,
2: hang on the line here. I'm gonna give you a copy of Own Your Past, Change Your Future, um, which really it it takes uh, Redefining Anxiety and and creates a path. Right? How do we how do we create this this life that
0: that can be one of healing? That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. Do you love a good day brand? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from The Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to The Ramsey Show channel on YouTube. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.